You're listening to the message podcast of High Ridge Church Longview, where our vision is to help you know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and ultimately make a difference. We are so glad that you're here, and we pray that this message impacts your life as you apply the spiritual truths from God's Word in practical ways. Let's listen in. How about a big hand for my beautiful bride joining me today? Our first lady, so... uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome back. Did you have a good Christmas? Yes. You know, you need to turn your scales back 10 pounds at January 1st, so (laughs) it should help you. Hey, we want to welcome in all of you watching from all around the world. So, hey, Harvard's family, give them a big warm welcome if we could. So we have several people watching from all over. Yeah, our friends in France, and we have Arkansas and Arizona, Mineral Wells. Oklahoma today, we have Abilene. Abilene. Yeah, there's a lot of you. So, hey, thank you. Thank you for watching. If you like what you hear today, uh, would you please click that share button? It means a whole lot to us when you do that. It's a big deal. And so, uh, it hopefully looks a lot better on your screen when we get something this beautiful sitting next to me. So, you've got a reason to share it. It should be pretty good. Uh, Grab your Bibles if you want. 2 Kings chapter 3 is where we're going to spend some time. And as we're doing that, I want to... I wanted to say thank you for your generosity, you guys are an amazing, generous church. I'm so, so thankful for each of you giving uh, yeah. so much to the cause of Christ. It's been awesome. I told you yeah. guys at the, uh, at the end of last year on our Legacy Sunday that I would share with you what we were able to do to pay off the debt of this building. So we started out at $2.2 million. That's what it cost to build this building. Uh, we did that with a lot of faith and some good credit. Come on, somebody. It's nice. It is. I said that's the reason why I married a white lady. I don't want to rent for the rest of my life. She has great credit. <laughs> This is a second service. We can say whatever we want. <laughs> and then, uh, let me just say, we started at $2.2 million uh, with a lot of faith, a lot of people uh, giving, uh, giving till it hurt just to make this building possible. And so we're, uh, as of Legacy Sunday, we were at 670000 left to pay off. And so you want to tell people what they did over the past couple of weeks? Yeah. You guys gave two, almost, almost yeah. $200,000. Are you kidding me? So for all of you here and those of you that are, that are giving uh, from, from all over the place, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Our current building debt is at 470K, and uh, that may seem like a ton of money, but earlier last, uh, earlier last year, uh, we bought the plumbing building across the street to kind of make our annex and to keep that parking lot. We bought that for um, 400 and something thousand. You guys paid that off in 90 days. Yeah. So no pressure. I'm just saying. No pressure. <laughs> But, but thank you for your generosity. It's making a difference, not just here, but, but all around the world. And yeah. uh, we just, on, on behalf of, of our family, thank you. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing that for us. It yeah. means, means the world to us that we're able to do that. The Bible says you're to run from debt, and we are running just as fast as our little legs will carry us. Come on, somebody. Run from it. So Second uh, Kings chapter 3, we've got a message that we're going to bring together today uh, called Preparing for War in 2024. Preparing for War in 2024. 24. So uh, let me give you a quick background to the text and my wife will take us through it. Um, what happens is, uh, to catch us up, uh, the king of Moab decides, I'm not going to pay my taxes anymore to the king of Israel. I'm going to break off my allegiance. We're going to go do our own thing. And the king of Israel is like, uh, are you kidding me? Like, that's not going to happen. 
And so he calls up his buddies, the king of uh, uh, Judah and the, the king of Edom said, hey, let's get the Avengers together and let's go attack the little guy. Let's have this huge, massive army with we'll a show up in this full force and attack him. But they never inquired from the Lord. And these were evil kings that only do whatever they feel like is the, is the best thing. And uh, they never listened to the word of the Lord. And they'd gotten so far away from, from, uh, from the direction, the leading of, 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 of the Lord that, uh, that this ends up being a, a major mistake. And so as they had this massive army going to attack Moab, uh, they realize very quickly that they're out of water and there is no water. And they're like, okay, we, we thought we were going to fight this battle, but we're about to die in the middle of the desert because there's no water no here. Water. And so that leads them to a, to a crazy place where they're like, you know what, perhaps we should have talked to the Lord about this. Perhaps we should have uh, inquired and gotten a word from the Lord before we just launch into battle, launch into war. And so that brings us up to the text in 2 Kings chapter 3, if you want to take us through that. Sure. Start in verse 10. What? exclaimed the king of Israel, has the Lord called us three kings together only to deliver us into the hands of Moab? But Jehoshaphat asked, is there no prophet of the Lord here through whom we may inquire of the Lord? An officer of the king of Israel answered, Elisha, son of Shaphat, is here. He used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. Jehoshaphat said, the word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Elisha said to the king of Israel, why do you want to involve me? Go to the prophets of your father and the prophets of your mother. Uh, your Bible may say, go to the pagan prophets of your mother and go to the pagan prophets of your father. Like, why don't you just go back to the words that you always get? Why are you asking for the Lord now? Like, you don't care about what the Lord's saying. Like, why ask him now in the middle of the crisis? Why don't you go back to those other words? And I love how it's just a baller status. So he's like, oh, well, why don't you ask the, your God's the one that led you here? No, no, it didn't work out for you. Uh, reminds me of Dr. Phil. How's that working for you? Yeah. But or I, you're saying last year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, my favorite statement last year was, it's not my circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> I come from north side of Fort Worth. At this, and let me just say, some of you know what I'm talking about. I learned how to mind my business. When you come from the streets, <laughs> mind your business. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I ain't fighting that battle. That ain't mine to fight. And, uh, and this is kind of where we find uh, the, the story. Uh, they're fighting a battle God never asked for them to fight. Mm -hmm. And they're going to end up losing because they never asked the Lord for help. They didn't ask him for wisdom, didn't ask him for guidance. Very much like some of us continue to live our lives today. We know that there are battles that are coming, but you didn't ask the Lord. We haven't inquired of the Lord. Lord, how am I supposed to fight this battle? How do I prepare for war? How do I prepare for the things that are coming? And so we had a statement that we came up with this week that we wanted to share with you. Don't lose battles that God never asked you to fight. Yeah. Don't lose battles that God never asked you to fight. To fight. If you're a note taker, we have three things that we came up with that we think are going to be helpful for, helpful for you as you approach 2024. We're going to share a little bit um, with you of our own story and the story of our church as we have made this more than just something we talk about. This is how we live mm -hmm. as a family and how we, uh, how we yeah. uh, operate as a church. This is critical in our life. And so we want to make sure that you understand that in this next season, there are battles that are coming. There are battles that you're going to have to face. Some that you know about, some that you don't know about. So the first thing of three things that we want to share with you, number one, is this. There are unknown and known battles ahead. There are battles that you know they're coming. Yeah. Uh, on a global scale, uh, there are battles that we know are going are, are gonna to be happening around. Our, our world is full of wars and rumors of wars. It's also, it's an election year. Hello. And the last time you saw this happen, about four years ago, uh, the election season came at just the worst 
time ever. I mean, never was our country more divided. Uh, racial issues hit at the exact same time as a global pandemic. There are battles that we could have planned for with the election season, and there's battles we could not have planned for. Over the next uh, three years, we've seen the battles with mental health. People are not okay because of the fallout of what happened in 2020. There are a lot of battles that we knew was gonna take place, and there's a lot of battles we had no idea were gonna hit so hard. And the same is gonna be said for 2024. There are battles that you know you've gotta fight, maybe in your job or with your health, with your marriage, with your finances, with your kids, with your grandkids. Yeah, the economy. There are battles that we know you're gonna have to fight, but there's also battles you don't know that are ahead. And when these kings set out to attack Moab, they thought, oh, here's the battle. They didn't realize, no, there's a battle coming up before that. There's a battle in the natural with water. There's a battle in the spiritual between your pagan prophets and the word of the Lord. There are battles ahead that you know about, battles that you know nothing about. And so we can make all of our New Year's resolutions. Where's my people that have quit already? Where are my quitters at? Woo, don't lie, don't lie. Like I'm gonna lose 20 pounds the next seven days. Not without crack, you ain't. <laughs> when, yeah, when I step over the line and look at her, she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I first came to pastor this church and I would say something like that, uh, everyone would just look at my wife like, can we, can we laugh at that? Is that, is, is that, okay? is that appropriate? <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Uh, but I want to share this with you. A goal without a plan is just a wish. You can have a goal for all the battles that you're going to face, but if there's not a plan, you're wishing. You're wishing. And so we want to make sure that above all else, you hear from the Lord. The Lord establishes your plans. The Lord has good steps for you to take. And your best laid plans compared to the word of the Lord mean nothing. Your best wisdom means nothing if you don't have a word from the Lord. Obedience trumps wisdom. The smartest things that you can do to prepare for election season is listen and obey whatever the Lord is telling you. So there are battles that are known and unknown, but a goal without a plan is just a wish. This is what we want to say. Uh, look at this. Don't overplan known battles and underplan for surprise attacks. Mm-hmm. We have a tendency to do that. I'm going to overplan for the argument I'm going to have with my, my father or overplan for the, the, the raise I'm going to demand from my boss. But we underplan for the things that we don't expect. Mm-hmm. But there's a good way to plan for every battle by hearing from the Lord and allowing the Lord to speak directly into the situations that are going to be coming. Here's the, here's the thing that I, that I love. Uh, uh, one, of the, one of the best things I love about the Lord is that nothing has ever occurred to God. <laughs> nothing surprises him. He has a plan. He sees the beginning from the end. He's the alpha, the omega. He knows it all. And he loves to reveal his plans to his people if we're willing to listen. Yeah. It reminds me of what happened, how he prepared us for 2020. Oh, gosh. For yes. COVID. Yeah, when, um, when we were coming up on COVID, 2020, we had our prayer and fasting services at the beginning of January, just like we always do. And We God, had no idea what was no, going to be coming the next couple of months. No idea. And God gave us um, words from Bill and from Wayne Drain, who will be here on Wednesday, to prepare us. We didn't actually know that he was preparing us. But it's an incredible word, and I'd love to share it with you. Yeah, I want you to see how the Lord gave us prophetic word as a church that man became our anchor in the storm that was about to happen. I want you to see exactly what the Lord said and then be able to go back and look at 2020. It's like, wow, how did the Lord know that? How did the Lord position us for this? So read the word if you would. I want you to see it. 
2020 is a year of victory. I heard the phrase, against the grain. I feel 2020 is a year that the Holy Spirit will lead this church to go against the grain of normal expectations of church. There's a pressure in our culture now to silence the voice of the church in the name of political correctness from a mostly secular influence. 2020 is a year of victory. I see the volume knob on your voice as a church being turned up to speak peace to the storms of anger raging all around. You will go against the grain by speaking peace to the storms with a loud voice. It's a time to let faith rise up to resist the grip of fear. It seems people are being influenced by the raucous noise rising from angry pop culture prophets peddling fear and anxiety like the taunting prophets of Baal. But like Elijah learned, 450 to one is not a fair fight when the Lord of heaven leads the one to speak on his behalf. 2020 is a year of victory. It will look different as we move forward. Plans, policies, and procedures will have to adjust to go against the grain of church as usual in 2020. We must move from maintenance to mission. Mm -hmm. 2020 is a year of victory. It's a Joshua time to focus on the land the Lord would give you in this season. Like the sons of Issachar mentioned in 2 Chronicles 12, ask that you might discern the times so you will know what to do. And ask the Holy Spirit to show you how and when to raise your voice toward which storm. 2020 is a year of victory. Declaration and proclamation prayers will rise up from the usual prayers of supplication. Make it your aim to become champions for Jesus in this hour, even if it requires you to go against the grain of normal expectations. How about that? Now, when you receive a word like that, it's easy to say, yeah, 2020 is a year of victory, (laughs) and not realize that that means you're going to fight a lot of battles. Over and over, five times in that prophetic word over our church, the Lord says this is a year of victory, and because God has to keep saying it, it means you're going to fight through a lot of battles, and we fought through a lot of battles, but we hung on to that prophetic word and those that had been prophesied over us to make us uh, clearly see that God has a plan for us, and this is not the end. And when everybody else is peddling fear and anxiety, we went a different direction. Mm -hmm. And God began to do things that only God can do. And when churches were slashing budgets, this is the first year ever as a church, we went over a million dollars given. We went the other way. That shows me faith over fear. In the midst of all of that, when economies are are crumbling, God's people give even more. Why? Because we had a word. This is a year of victory. So plan on it. Like burn the ships. Like I'm all into this thing. I believe that God can do and give victory where man says this is the end of everything. God did not say that. He said this is the year of victory. And it told us to go against the grain. When everybody else is going right, you go left. Mm -hmm. And we began to let that govern our decisions as a church. Like if if everybody's going this way, let's go this way. Why? Because God said. Yeah. And we want you to have that same assurance in your marriage, in your family, in your job, on all the things that you're concerned with. We want you to know, I've got a word from God, and God said this, and I'm going to stick to it, come hell or high water, I believe that what God has said is bigger than what I see. And I want you to recognize the importance of getting a word from God. Let me say it this way. Obeying the voice of the Lord enables me to expertly maneuver through the storms of life that will shipwreck others. You need a word from God. Right. There are battles that you're going to face and battles that you don't even know you're going to have to face. Get a word from God. That's right. And if there's one thing that we learned from 2020, it's that you need to seek the Lord on the front end. 
Yes. Don't Not like wait. these kings that just, oh, we ran out of water. Maybe we should ask the Lord something now. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wait till you're in the middle of a mess before you seek him. Right. So in, in Matthew six thirty three, the word says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And that actually reminds me of the story about when we started dating. And Easy. <laughs> we, when we started dating, he was a single dad. And so we dated for about six weeks, but because he was a single dad, he was super careful about not letting, um, letting me connect with the kids before he knew for sure. So after six weeks, he was like, you know, I like where this is going. Let's pray and fast separately and see what the Lord tells us. And she said yes, which I'm like, that is I sexy. Did. <laughs> I love it. Someone that loves the Lord, like, I, let's do this. And so, so we fasted and prayed. We didn't see each other, talk to each other, anything for three days. And at the end of three days, God told me that if he's the one that you want, that he would bless it. And so he called me not long after that, maybe about an hour, and said, well, God talked to me. And I said, well, you told me something too. He said, what did God say to you? <laughs> and so I told him, God said, if you're the one that I want, then he'll bless it. And he said, wow. He said, God told me that if you're the one that I want, then he'll bless it. And he has kept his word. He has blessed us every step blessed. of the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Lord began to uh, speak very, very strongly at the beginning of our relationship because I realized that my heart can be wrong. And if I'm led by my feelings, if I'm led by what I think looks good or feels right, like I'm gonna walk myself into a lot of trouble. And I just come out of a marriage that got, got awful, horrible. And the amount of pain and the hurt and the regret and the shame and all, that, all those things, like I, I can't afford to repeat those mistakes. I have to know that this is the one that the Lord has in store for me. And when God began to speak to her exactly the same thing that he was speaking to me, I bought a ring the next day because I recognize that the hand of the Lord is in this. I have a word from God and she confirmed it. Like she said exactly what the Lord told me. That's a big deal to me. Yeah. And so we've learned how to seek the Lord on the front end. Get a word from God on the front end before yeah. you go. Get a word in January because when June comes and when September comes and next Christmas comes, you're going to need to hang on to that word. You go back to what did God say? Yeah. And we believe that God still speaks. In John 10, Jesus says this, my sheep hear my voice. They hear my voice. Now, you're surrounded by a lot of voices. You're hearing a lot of voices. But over the next three days, we're gonna be fasting and praying, eliminating a lot of those voices so that you can hear clearly exactly what the Lord is saying to you. That's right. We say this, if you don't get a word from God, you're gonna spend your life listening to somebody else's word from God. Mm -hmm. Get a word from God for yourself. He speaks to his people. That's right. The third thing we want to share with you is this, uh, prepare for victory. Sometimes God gives you victory and we're still busy fighting stuff. And it's like, wait, you already won. Like <laughs> calm down for a moment. And this is what these Kings fail to realize that when you get a, once you get a word from the Lord, you can prepare for victory because it's assured. It's assured. God doesn't lose. And when you get a word from him, you're not going to lose either. He knows exactly what he's doing. And if I'm obedient, then no matter what the situation may look like, I'm still gonna win. Why? Because I'm connected to him. And this is what he said. I'm being obedient to what he said, not That's trying to right. manipulate things and work them out for my own good or advantage or for a win for myself. I'm just listening to him. Right. God always has the last word. Prepare for victory. This is what we said 
um, this week. Everyone wants to hear from God, but few are willing to put in the work to value his voice. And this is what we find as the, the great failure of the church today. We, just give me a word, pastor. No, 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 no. You listen to the Lord. You put in the work. You show him that you have value and honor for his voice. Yeah. And the Bible says that the Lord rewards those who diligently seek him. Not just rewards the church that diligently seek, rewards those, oh, you, me, you, us. God rewards us when we diligently seek him. And so over the next week, we've got um, several services that we want to invite you to. Um, understand this that uh, we are experiencing the largest number of people that can be fit inside this room. Uh, this is not a small service today. And when you have uh, one service, uh, a lot of people come. So the point is not, will I get a chair? The point is, will I get a word? Okay, that's the most important thing because you're not gonna get a chair. Give up the hope of being able to, to sit in a comfortable chair. It's not gonna happen. We've got a lot of people that are coming. And also, once the word gets out that the Lord is speaking at High Ridge Church, everybody comes. Everybody comes. We call them granola services. Brings out every fruit flake and nut within the next two zip codes. <laughs> what? It's, I can say it this. Is true. Yeah. She, 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 <laughs> she said I can say it. <laughs> Go ahead. Over the next couple of days. Um, oh, yeah. We have um, Discover services. And they are every night, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night at 7 p.m. And then on Wednesday morning, we have another service at 10 a.m. Yep. We've got um, presbyters that are coming in that know, um, that know nothing except for the initials of some people that we've asked them to give a word over. So we have some candidates, some people that have been fasting and praying that our elders have selected, like these people need a word from the Lord. Um, this is something that we do every single year that we try to get words for the church, words for individuals, um, words for couples that we feel like um, would be appropriate for them at this, at this season of their life. And uh, we value the voice of the Lord here. This yeah. is not something that we treat um, with... Uh, carefree or just, oh yeah, this is a prophetic, like, don't, don't do that. Uh, we want to make sure that this is done with the utmost integrity. Why? Because I'm going to need it. And I need to know that this is from the Lord, not from you. Yeah. I need to know that this is from the Lord. The Bible says we know in part and we prophesy in part. That means that there are things that I know about the Lord, things that the Lord is telling me and things that I, that I hear from prophetic voices. And when you put those parts together, you begin to see with a lot more clarity than just assuming things. 2024 is, is a year unlike any other. It's, it's still yet to be written, except for the Lord. He knows what's gonna happen. That's right. And he wants to reveal his heart to his people. But I want you to make sure that you value his voice, that you understand how precious it is. There's several scriptures that says, the word of the Lord was rare in those days. And let that never be said about us. Mm -hmm. let, it, let us be a church where the word of the Lord happens. Why? Because we value it. We hold it in high esteem. Yeah. And how do we do that? We do that by fasting. Fasting prepares our spirit, soul, and body to hear from him. Right. In Psalm 63, one, it says, you, God, are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you. Let that be said of us, that it's not just my whole being longs for caffeine over this next week or <laughs> longs for sugar. And there might be things that the Lord is asking you to, to give up, to walk away from for the next few days, or maybe walk away from for the rest of your life. Maybe this is the season where you get rid of tobacco, where you get rid of of alcohol, you get rid of uh, a, a drug addiction, or you lay aside uh, uh, some sort of a weight that you've been carrying. This is a great way to start that, by yeah. letting those things go to the past and letting your relationship with God step into the reality and the here and now. Right. Well, whenever, as we're walking into the fast, I wanted to share some practical ways that, um, that might help you through the three days, especially if you've never done this before. Um, some of the things that you can give up, you don't have to give up 
food completely. Um, as a matter of fact, if you take medication, I would encourage you to not give up <laughs> your food unless you talk to your doctor first. Um, but, and also depending on your job or what's required of you during the day, but uh, you can give up sugar, you can give up media, social media, TV, movies. You know, we all have the Netflix and the Hulu and all of those things. Things that just keep you from being bored. Yeah. yeah. So instead of doing those things, um, you can also give up meat. You can give up, you know, social media. There, there are lots of things. Let the Lord lead you. But what you do is, um, instead of filling that with other things, fill that time that you would normally devote to those things with time with the Lord. Um, time and time reading his word. And if you don't like to read or you struggle with reading, um, we live in a great age right now where we have the YouVersion Bible app that will read the Bible to you. So she has this strange accent that she plugs in on hers. It sounds like Anthony Hopkins reading the Bible. I'm like, it sounds weird. It's like Silence of the Lambs. Hello, Clarice. This is the word of the Lord. How can you? She's like, I love the accent. Like, that's just it's weird. The accent. It's creepy to me. Um, but they, there are things. The key is to make sure that you replace what you're giving up with time with the Lord. So if you give up your lunch and you're at work, maybe pull away and. Um, read your Bible in your office, spend time in prayer, spend time listening to worship music. Or get outside. Yeah. yeah, go outside if it's nice. I think it's going to be pretty cold this week, which I'm really excited about. Um, but anyway, just make sure that you're filling it with things of God with that. Yes. So also, when you're spending that time with the Lord, when you feel like he's saying something to you, write it down. Write down, write down what he's speaking to you. And if you don't, you don't have to have a big journal with pins and colored pins and all of that. You could just pull over your phone and write it in your notes section of your phone. Um, any, any of those things work great. Um, if you have specific things that you're asking the Lord for, um, write those down too. Those are great, great ways. It's is very, it's a very important part of this prayer and fasting at the beginning of the year because you can go back in June or July or whenever and you can look and see, wow, well, I prayed this at the beginning of the year and God already answered that And there's me. been so many times that we didn't understand what, was, what we were writing down or, or saying and then later on about August, we're like, holy Lord, like that makes total sense today. Didn't make yeah. any sense then, but I needed it today. Yeah. And we want to make sure that you write down what you think the Lord is telling you. You're not going to get it all right, but you need to start somewhere. And so there are a lot of people that have come to Christ here this, this year. And those are just coming back to church. Those that are just getting uh, in a place where you can even hear from the Lord. You're getting healthy or getting over some of the hurts from other churches. This is a great way to plug into Jesus, plug into the Lord, get your relationship with him right. We want to encourage you to fast, to pray, and then ask, like my wife said, ask specific questions. The Lord is not afraid of your questions. Mm -mm. Ask them specific questions. Should I be doing this job? Is it time to retire? Am I changing careers? Ask them specific questions. The Lord is not afraid of your specifics. And he reveals himself. Sometimes he says yes. Sometimes he says no. Sometimes he says wait. Sometimes he says you're asking the wrong question. Yeah. But the most important thing is that you devote time on the front end to hear from the Lord and prepare for victory that is coming when you get a word from him. We say this, right. when I focus on seeking him, he fights the battles I can't see. That's right. After 2020, um, we saw so many churches hurting. I've, I've never seen 
uh, more pastors and people that I love and respect um, walk into moral failure or just quit. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a, a ton of them that were even healthy, like leaders just become coaches or consultants or, or they're gonna just pastor other pastors, but they've given away their churches. They can't handle it. Like in the middle of all that, we got a word. Yeah. We got a word. Like I'm not done. Like, we're just getting started. Yeah. This is a year of victory. That's right. And so it, it helped me to, to be able to process through the fact that we've seen a lot of pastors walk into major trouble and churches just crumble. Um, it was difficult and painful to watch and see, but we had a word. Yeah. And so when churches opened back up after being uh, uh, shut down for a couple of months, there, uh, most churches and the pastors that we were uh, talking to, that trying to stay encouraged, uh, encouraging uh, them, uh, they opened up at about 40%, and they were happy to have about 40% of their church come back. No, it we opened up at 110%. Yes. And the amount of people that invited their friends and got saved, like we saw a massive influx of, of salvations and baptisms, people going deeper with Christ than they've ever gone in their life. Why? Because we had a word that we're not in retreat mode. We've gone from maintenance to mission. Like, we're on mission. Yeah. Let's get busy. This is, this is our greatest time, our greatest hour. It's our time to shine. Mm-hmm. We're not living in the shadows. Right. And because we had that word, we were able to not just survive it. We're able to thrive through it. And I want the same to be said about your marriage, about your family, about your children, about your job, your career. Let's not just survive another election season. Let's thrive through the middle of chaos. Why? Because God has given us a word. Seek him. While he yeah. may be found. Yeah. Well, one thing that we also offer is uh, online devotionals, daily devotionals. And those will be available on the website, um, I think. And then I on YouTube and social like media six at 6. o'clock, mm-hmm. yeah, in the morning. So that you can, if you're an early riser and you start your day with, with the word, time in the word, then those will be available to you to just start your day with some encouragement. Yeah, we say um, scripture before screens. Should be an easy way to help you remember. Like, let, let me get into God's word first before I get on a screen. Let me, let, me, let me get into God's word before anything else. Like, honor him, put him first. And this is, this is the challenge I will have for you. This, it's the beginning of the year. It's a great time to not just go on some diet. Like, if you're, if you're fasting and not praying, like, that's a diet. This is not the same thing. Like, no, no, no. We, we want to be fasting, not dieting. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there are many health benefits, and some, some of us, we need it. We need to roll back them scales about 10 pounds. <laughs> But this is not a diet. This is getting a word to be able to navigate through the storms and the wars that are coming. We named this message, Prepare for War in 2024. There are wars coming. Some of those you know, some of those you don't know. But the Lord knows, and he will prepare you to be able to know what to do when the time comes. But if you don't hear from him on the front end, let me just tell you, like it's really difficult, like these kings, to go back in the middle of it and say, we've made a major mistake. Mm -hmm. Hear from God first. We're going to spend the next three days putting on the most incredible services that we can so that you can hear from the Lord. We want to invite you to be a part of it. I was just going to encourage you, especially if you are spending some extra time with the Lord this week, fasting and prayer, um, try, if you can, to come to the services on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. I mean, it's just such a, it's a sweet time Mm -hmm. to be with, with other people to pray and to worship in such an intimate way with the Lord, it's incredible. This is honestly my favorite time of year. So if you can, try and make it. So on Monday night, um, we're gonna have a time of repentance, um, a time of just cleansing before the Lord, asking the Lord to search our hearts. Um, One of the biggest barriers to hearing from the Lord is sin. Yeah. 
And there needs to be some things that you get right before the Lord, confess. Say, Lord, I, I need to get this out right before you so that you can uh, replace this with your spirit. You could come in and not allow my sin to keep me from hearing you. And then after that, we have a word that uh, on Thursday night, we met as elders and began to just pray. And the spirit of the Lord came in and began to speak things that the Lord was gonna do for us this year. And so we wrote those things down. We're gonna share those with you. And then I believe that on Tuesday night and on Wednesday, you're gonna start hearing the voice of the Lord begin to uh, prophesy and speak over people. Some of you will get words from the Lord, but all of us will spend time in the word and devotionals. You're gonna hear from the Lord in a, in a very personal way. All of us will. And then some of those will have even more on top of that. I just wanna remind you and make sure that, that you see this. You can hear the Lord. Yeah. You can. Yes. You have made a decision to be in church in the, at the beginning of January. You're starting your year off in church. This is the greatest decision. The greatest way to start your year is in church, honoring the Lord. And God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. He's gonna reward you. You, you press into the Lord and he will absolutely show up. Now, I'm not a prosperity gospel preacher that says, oh, if you do this, then God's gonna bless you with this. But there are promises of God. God says, when you seek me, you will find me. That's right. You will find me when you seek me with your whole heart. Mm -hmm. So let's lay aside other things that capture our attention. Let's spend time focusing on the Lord, laying aside the things that we might need and our petty differences and all the things that are occupying our time, keeping us from being bored. And let's instead say, Lord, you are the most important thing. Yeah. Please speak to me and show me what to do. We're gonna finish up with that today, if that's okay. And uh, over the next few moments, I'm gonna invite you to pray with me. I'm gonna invite you to, uh, to ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, are there specific things that I need to be asking for? Some of us don't even know what to ask for. Some of us, you know exactly what you need the Lord to help with, and some of us, I'm not sure. But how do I ask the right question over the next three days? Lord, what questions should I be asking? Mm -hmm. So if you would bow your head and close your eyes, I'm gonna pray for the Holy Spirit to come and begin to start speaking into your mind in a way that you can hear from the Lord right now and you can know what questions should I be asking? What battles are coming? Lord, what are some things that I need answers from you? I may not even know what to ask. So with heads bowed and eyes closed, let's pray. Father, right now, we humble ourselves and come into your presence knowing that when you speak, Lord, everything changes. There is no one like you. You're not surprised by the things that have happened. You're not gonna be surprised by the things that will happen. So Lord, sometimes we don't even know what to ask, but because you know all things, Lord, we ask that you would right now tell us, what should I be asking? What are some questions that I need answers from you? Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you speak to our hearts? Would you help us, Lord, to fine tune our ears to be able to hear from you and get the direction that we need in this next season. Lord, it's a new year, it's a new season, it's a new day. Let us not carry in old issues. Let us lay aside the past and approach this year with a sense of expectancy and encouragement, knowing that you're in control and that if I hear from you, there's victory ahead. Lord, would you give my friends that are pressing into you this week, would you give them absolute clarity would you help them to know what to do? Lord, I pray that they would hear, like your, like your word says, hear a word behind them saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. Show us what to do and how to do it. For your glory, for your honor. In Jesus' name we pray. And now with every head bowed and every eye closed, perhaps you're here today or perhaps you're watching online, you're saying, Pastor, if I'm gonna be honest with you, man, I'm so far from God right now. I need to come home. My friend, you're in the right place. Mm -hmm. Do not let this moment pass you by. 
If you know that you're far from God, if you know that you need to come home, I'm going to help you just like somebody helped me one time. Or maybe you're at a place where you're like, I, I've never had a relationship with Jesus. I don't know what, what that means. I want that, but I'm not sure. Well, this next part is just for you. With heads bowed and eyes closed, if you want a relationship with Jesus, if you've been away from him and need to come home, I want to invite you to pray with me. I'll tell you what to say, but pray this prayer. You pray this. You can do it out loud. You can do it in your heart. You can do it. The most important thing is that you do it in faith, that you believe it. Pray this prayer. I'll tell you what to say. The prayer goes like this. Just say, Jesus, I believe you're the son of God. I believe that you came and died and rose from the grave. I believe that you did that for me so that I could have life, so that I could have forgiveness for all of my sins. Please forgive me. Save me. Help me. I want a relationship with you. Take over my life. I give it to you. In Jesus' name. And with heads bowed and eyes closed, my friend, if you just prayed that prayer with me, with no one else looking around, would you just lift up your hand all across this place and say, that was me, I did that. Yes, that was me. I see you, I see you. Good, good. I'm so proud of you, good for you. Several in this service. If you're watching online as well and you say, I, I prayed that prayer, that, that was me. Then I want you to know that there's a number appearing on your screen right now. I wanna invite you to text me. Text the words, I prayed to that number right there on the screen. If you do that, I'm gonna send you the link to some things I've prepared for you. That there are things that are gonna help you understand what just happened in your heart and what you're supposed to do next. And that could be my gift for you if you'd be willing to take that step for me. Good, I'm proud of you. Well, High Ridge family, go ahead and look up at me if you would and let's go ahead and stand to our feet. As we're finishing up today, I wanna say thank you to my wife for joining me. Some of you are like, about time we had some common sense up there on that. <laughs> Now, we wanted to start this year showing our, um, our appreciation, our love for you. We wanted you to see our love for each other. Um, our church has never been healthier, which is fantastic. Yeah. It's a good season. It's a good time to hear from the Lord because we're not in a place of desperation. We're at a place where we're open and willing to receive whatever he has for us in this next season. That's a good thing. Prepare yourself to hear from the Lord so that you can expertly navigate through the things that are coming. We have our elders and their wives. They're going to step forward at this moment. They're going to line the front of this platform. They're going to be available to pray for you about anything that you might need prayer for. It would be a shame if you needed prayer and you didn't get it because you were too embarrassed of what people might think. Let me just tell you, people are going to be people. People are going to people. But what if your step of faith, joining with an elder like Scripture says when you're in, in James chapter 5, it says, are you sick? Are you walking through stuff? Go to the elders of the church. Ask them to pray over you. It says, and the prayer of faith will save and heal. So we have our elders here available for you in accordance with the, what the Lord told us to do. They're here. And so if you're willing to take a step of faith and as people are exiting today, if you step forward and say, would you pray with me? We're gonna believe that what God does over those next few moments will be miraculous. God still heals. God still speaks. God still listens. He still helps. And we would love to invite you to be a part of that with us today. Also, we want to remind you, hey, tomorrow night, that's Monday. And so um, if, you're, if you're getting ready to fast starting tomorrow, um, <laughs> word of advice, don't have the biggest meal ever tonight. <laughs> you will regret that. And when you're breaking your fast on Wednesday, don't go nuts. Don't do that. But 
I don't think I have to say anything else. No. You're going to be in a world of hurt. Don't do that. A little at a time. A little at a time. Start breaking yourself down, uh, starting at lunch today and maybe uh, this evening. Break yourself down with stuff like salads, with chicken, with, with fruits and vegetables and nuts. Things that are much lighter so that you don't have the crazy withdrawals tomorrow. It's much easier if you prepare for a fast. Don't just cold turkey it. That's, that's not the way that we do things. You're going to have a harder time. So I'm trying to help you. Prepare for the victory that's coming. Prepare for your fast. It's a good way of looking at that. Is that okay? Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, we're hoping to see you here. And then for everybody else, let me pray for you and bless you as we go. Father, I pray that you'd bless my friends with an incredible week following after you all week long. In Jesus' name, and all of us set together, amen. God bless you as you go. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you so much for listening in today. Our prayer is that you are encouraged and strengthened by the message. If you haven't done so yet, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review wherever you're listening. If you want to be a part of our online community, connect with us through Facebook or Instagram with the handle at HighRidgeLV, or you can check out our website at HighRidgeLV.com. Lastly, if this ministry has impacted your life and you'd like to support its work, visit HighRidgeLV.com slash give. We appreciate your support, and we're believing with you today for God's best in your life. Have an incredible week, and we will see you next time.